This is Dope Ass Mom talking about dope ass shit with dope ass people on my dope ass podcast. And today I'm interviewing the woman who started it all. Who is that? You might ask. It's me. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Welcome to the show. Just kidding. I swear I'm not going to do that the whole time, but I might do that throughout uh, parts of it. But I wanted to jump on and this is my first episode and give you guys a little background on myself. And I'm going to take you back to 2010 when I was Andrea and then suddenly became Andrea plus one. And that plus one's name was Anna. And that was the impetus for starting the dope ass mom that she she was the impetus for starting. Actually, that I feel like is actually more politically correct these days. So I will say that her, she, it, Anna. That was the wake-up call for me. So what happened is I I became a mom, and I like to say I was teen mom, but I really wasn't that young. I was 28. But, you know, I was the first one of my friends to have kids. And I was really the first one of my friends to be in a steady relationship. All of my friends were dating and going out, and I felt really alone as a mom. And I remember watching... TV with Anna and I would go down to Starbucks a couple times a day just because you know I wanted I wanted some human interaction and I remember that Jeff would get off the elevator and I would just sort of attack him you know I'd have questions and I and I really wanted to interact with another adult and he would just be sort of caught off guard and I'm like hey you know what I've been talking to Matt Lauer all day you know like just kind of waiting for Matt Lauer to be like how are you today, Andrea? I'm fine, Matt. Thanks for asking. I'm great. But I did, I felt this sort of sense of what happened to my life and why is it so hard for us to continue to be who we are and to sort of celebrate ourselves and have these passions once we have kids because we're so overwhelmed. So what happened was I went to the internet. I Googled it. And I don't know what what got me there, but I found a coach. I found a life coach. And that's sort of when I started to get my life back on track. And I started to focus on myself and to figure out what my passions were and what I wanted to do. So that that was within the first year of having my daughter. And then as I started to grow and started to have these passions, I went back to school and I got my master's degree in spiritual psychology, which changed my life dramatically. And that's when I really started to you know, feel a greater sense of purpose. And that's when I wanted to start sharing it. So that's how I created Dope Ass Mom. And through that program of spiritual psychology, we had to do a second year project. And in the process to figure out what it was something that that we've always wanted to do is a heartfelt desire. Some people did gardening, some people did music, some people wrote a book. And mine was comedy. I always wanted to be a stand-up comedian from, you know, being a little girl. I remember doing performances and making my grandmother laugh and making my family members laugh at Christmas and during the holidays. So, you know, through this process, we would go through and talk about things we'd like to do as a child. And I was trying to explain to this man, Darnell, I'll never forget him, He's an angel. And he looked at me and he said, do you want to do stand-up? He said, wait. I was like, you know, I want to make people laugh and I'm goofy. And 
He's like, do you want to do stand-up? And I started to cry. I did. I started to cry. I was bawling. And I was so afraid. Uh, It was two things. I was so inspired. And I knew that was it. But I was also so afraid. You guys, I was terrified. Because I knew that now that I knew what you know, God created me for what I was put on this this earth for. I know that sounds so dramatic, but that's how it felt. And it was really a remembrance, like a lightning bolt of, yes, this is what I'm supposed to do. And so I started doing open mics in the city and I took a class and I had wonderful mentors and teachers and it was painful and it was fun and it was exhilarating and it was horrible. But that was the point of the project, you guys, was to sort of walk us through this process and anything that um, is important to us or we care about or is necessary for our growth will inevitably bring up all our issues. And that's where the spiritual psychology came in. I then had these tools that I was being introduced to that would help me work through these things. One example is, you guys, I'm a recovering people pleaser. And growing up, I didn't like to rock the boat and I didn't like to have strong opinions and everything was fine. And yes, that's fine. And you're right. And I'm wrong. And okay, you know, no big deal. And that comes with a cost. And so getting into comedy and standing on stage and speaking my truth and having an opinion was very hard for me to do and still is sometimes. So that's sort of the background of Dope Bass Mom and as I had two kids after that, doing stand-up got a little bit daunting and it was a little bit late hours and I still love it and I still want to do it more. But it really kind of, that's what I how I got into Instagram and I started doing these videos. And then I got, you know, in uh, fell in with the bad crowd, these fashion bloggers, and I started fashion blogging, you know, outside of 7-Eleven and fashion blogging late at night. And you know, then I became a fashion blogger. So watch out, kids, because it's it's out there. And suddenly I found myself as being labeled as an influencer and a fashion blogger and Instagram and posting every day. And I try, I try to try to make it funny and to make light of things and to sort of call out all the absurdities and all the ridiculousness that that comes along with motherhood. And my hope is that I inspire people and you, dear listener, to live your life on your own terms and to sort of create this life that you want. And whether or not you have kids, whether or not you have stepkids, a dog, don't want kids, never been around a kid, it doesn't really matter because for me, motherhood was the impetus for my growth. But for you, it could be that you hate your career or you're going through a divorce or you have a death of a loved one. And, and a lot of times these big events in life, uh, they happen and then we wake up and we decide that the way that we're living isn't working. And that's what sort of catapults us into the next level. So that is my hope is that myself and the guests that come on to the show inspire you to start living the life that God created you for or and you don't even have to there's no you don't even have to be spiritual right like living the life that you want to live on on your terms and what brings you joy and what lights you up so that's why I'm here but I wanted to talk about I told you how I kind of got into being an influencer and let's talk about a little bit 
what I think about it. Okay, because now I'm going to give you my opinion of it. And I think there's this misconception that we're all sort of it. I mean, it's such a stereotype and it's such a cliche. And sometimes it's fun to play into these cliches, but it it is a moneymaker, you guys. And believe it or not, people are making money at it and brands are paying attention to how influencers can help them, you know, grow their business, promote awareness. And it's complicated, just like anything that grows fast. There are pros and cons. There are crises, seas of consciousness where you wonder, am I going to promote this? Do I like this product? And I stand by that I don't promote things that I don't use. And luckily, I use a lot of things, okay? I promote McDonald's. You guys, I eat McDonald's. I like it. Now, when I was growing up, eating McDonald's was, you know, that was the thing. There was nothing wrong with it. Those chicken nuggets that were dark as fuck and I don't know what was in them and they were greasy. And I used to take those chicken nuggets. We'd get a 20 pack and I'd barter with my cousins. The greasier and the darker, the better. I didn't like the white meat chicken nugget. Like, what is that? I don't know. But I liked the dark and I liked McDonald's. Now, I don't eat it as much as I did growing up, but I like it and I still eat it. And so when McDonald's reached out to me, I said, yeah, I like hamburger pants and I like to wear a yellow and red clown suit sometimes. So that is okay with me. Now, as far as my style goes, I like to look cute. Okay, I feel better when I'm dressed up in something cute. And I don't do it every day, but I do it a lot. And the more and more I like sort of embrace my own style and my own fashion, the better I feel and the more like me I feel. And I do have a stylist. I have someone that comes over and puts stuff together. And I feel like I'm on this the jury stand right now. I'm being so loud and like I'm defending myself. But I have a stylist. Her name is Tally. I'll put her in the show notes. And she puts stuff together to me and I feel like myself and I love it. So do I consider myself a fashion blogger? I don't know. Do you consider me a fashion blogger? If you like my style and you get inspiration from it, I hope that you continue to follow me and continue to do that because I, it makes me happy and it makes me, it brings more joy into my life. So I'll continue to do it. Now, one thing that I really love to incorporate in my outfits is a bright lip. I love a bright red lip. I did not embrace the bright red lip when I was blonde, but there's something about being a redhead that makes me want to go bold. And a bold lip and a bold color hair is just my jam. Some of my favorite reds are Chanel, Dior. I love Hourglass. Um, I will put it all in the show notes if you guys want to know my favorite colors because I really think that a woman embracing a red lip, and, and a blondes too, any color of hair, a red lip is just such a statement and you just feel so French, you know what I mean? And I, it's just good. I like it. I'm here for it. Bring on your red lips, girls. Uh, fashion blogging is, you know, it's complicated. It's not complicated. But I think it's funny to make it complicated. And there's so much transparency now with Instagram. I feel like people are really starting to open up and come clean and kind of show people how that works. And I how, you know, the brand deals and things work. And I hope that that translates to people really embracing 
bloggers and respecting them for what they do because it's work, you guys. It's not easy to change in an alley or, you know, in the backseat of a car while while someone's driving by and, you know, thinking you're going to get caught for indecent exposure. Okay, all jobs come with hazards. Fashion blogging is no different, people. It's not easy. It's work. Every post that I do can take, it can take 30 minutes sometimes to think of a caption. And it's, it's mind space. And I don't just post things to post things. You know, everything has a reason. Sometimes, you know, I'll post something that doesn't have a reason. But most of the time, there's a reason for it. So respect your fellow fashion bloggers. Writing is not easy. Publishing stuff is not easy. And putting yourself out there is not easy. So I don't know. Anna, I think my kids will never fully embrace it. You know, Anna doesn't understand fashion blogging. She thinks it's a bullshit job. And, you know, she wants to be a unicorn hockey player when she grows up. So I don't know. I'll never forget one time when I was in L.A. uh, with a couple other fashion bloggers and we went to a dispensary, you know, just to check it out. I don't like smoke weed, but I like to have the option. You know what I mean? And so we were in L.A. and we went to the dispensary and we got there. And first of all, this place is set up like it's like a Civil War reenactment for drugs. Okay, I think they set it up because they want us to have like a real experience of what a drug deal would be like. Because you get there and everyone's like super high, which I get because, you know, they stand behind their product. And they're kind of like squinty eyed. And, and, and first of all, they make you sign in and they take your ID. They don't just look at it. They take it. And they tell you under no circumstances are you allowed to take pictures. Okay. First of all, do they know what, what I do? I'm a blogger. I'm a, this is my job. Okay. This is, what, this is what I was not getting paid to do at the time. So to not take pictures is like, did it even really happen? Okay, but I get it. So I did not take pictures. They took my ID. Why? I don't know. They scan it to see if I was some criminal. Are they going to put me on some, you know, mailing list where it's like, oh, happy birthday from MedMen, Andrea. Have a super high year. I don't know. But they take it and I let them take it. And then we walk in and the guy's like, hey, psst, over here. He's, this is where the this is where the kind of like felt like a drug deal. He's like, hey, over here, uh, what can I get you? And I was like, uh, I am here for some weed, sir. He's like, well, what kind do you like? Um, the good kind, the 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 green kind. All right, here's what what you got to do. You got to take this. I'm like, oh no no no, sir. See, um, I'm not actually gonna smoke it. I just want to have the experience of um of having it. And in my possession legally, because it's legal here. And I don't know if they know, the people that work there, I don't know if they know that it's um, not legal. I mean, that it, I don't know if they know that it's legal there because they act like it's not. He's like, look, this is a lot. He's like, but what you're going to do is you're going to take, and he starts to tell me how to get it back home to Chicago without getting arrested. You take this part. See how it looks like a USB and you plug this part into your computer. Now you take the cartridge and you put it in your cargo pants pocket. Uh, and I was like, okay, sir, just hold on right there. Because um, you see, I am a fashion blogger and I do not have cargo pants. <laughs> okay. 
those are not um those are not in style right now so i'm not gonna be i don't really have anywhere to put that and then i just had to leave because it just was so uncomfortable for me and i just thought you know what i'll just i'll leave this to someone uh way 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 cooler than me uh to do this because this is not um this is not happening so i hope that you guys will listen to my podcast. I'm going to have a ton of stories, a ton of inspiration, a ton of rants, a ton of funny, funny things. And I hope that you guys would follow me on Instagram at Andrea Loveoff. And it's going to be some pretty dope shit. There's more where that came from. You can always check me out at andrealoveoff.com. Follow me on Instagram. Leave me a podcast review. I'm Andrea Levoff signing off. Until next time, stay dope, my friends. This podcast was recorded and produced by Dante32.